0: In the morning there's so many times that we just like our flo- our feet hit the floor out of the bed and we're just running and because the alarm goes off and you've got to go 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 mm-hmm. take that two minutes or one minute whatever you can spare if you're even hearing this and you're like i don't have five minutes to spare okay then take two like and just take that time and check in with your body see what it needs today Sometimes it needs some movement. Sometimes it needs different nourishment. Trust. Like if you just sit at the side of your bed and breathe for 30 seconds, see what comes up.
1: Mm -hmm. Do you need an
0: apple to start your day? Perfect. Don't think it's weird. Go have an apple. Do you need to like get up and move around and go for a little jog? Trust that, trust that intuition. And tapping into little things like that and trusting your intuition is going to help you then really be able to tap intuition into your intuition when you need advice on stuff like finding your purpose and what's your next right step that's what I always tell my clients it's not about finding the end the journey it's all about the journey and what's your next right step you don't need to see the top of the uh, staircase Mm
2: -hmm. you just need to see the next steps. I'm super excited to be bringing you the journey of Amy Fowler and how she in high school she knew that her direction was growing to nursing, and then how her purpose shifted uh, into becoming an intuitive energy healer and wellness advocate. A word of caution is that this conversation is for entertainment purposes only and is not professional medical advice. So if you need help, please do seek out the help of your doctor. Also, really good stuff. About halfway into the interview, um, Amy shares a beautiful five-minute guided meditation. So if you're experiencing throughout the day any sort of feelings of tension or aches, this is something that you will want to try out and see how it goes for you. I loved it. So you definitely don't want to miss that. So let's go hi everybody so today we have amy fowler joining us and amy is an intuitive energy healer that uses universal source energy to help locate release and heal any stored negative energy emotions and past trauma in your body that has manifested as illness disease, or physical pain Trained as a registered nurse, Amy left her nursing career in 2019 to focus on her own healing, and now she wants to share her techniques with others so that they can learn to harness their own healing powers. Amy is also an independent consultant for Airbnb and she focuses on overall health and wellness from inside out. So for more information about Amy's offers, including intuitive energy healing, intuitive card readings, animal energy healing, and health and wellness products, you can follow Amy on Instagram at treat.yourself.first. So welcome, Amy. So nice Um, to
0: have you. Oh, it's so wonderful to be here. Thank you so much for having me.
2: Yes, so I am very excited about our conversation. And, you know, I resonated with a lot when I was reading your intro, and maybe you could share a bit more about your journey, and kind of how did you get here? And what are you focused on right now? Yes. Well, it's been a long journey. (laughs) Hopefully that uh, can give some
0: people some uh, peace of mind. It does take a long time to heal all the way, but, and it's, it's a ongoing journey. So um, that's so
2: important, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank you for starting with that.
0: Um, so it like I said it's been a long journey Um, I am a registered nurse that's where I went out of university straight into nursing and I did love my career but early on in my career I dealt with chronic migraines chronic pain that would take me uh, like out of not only work but also life I was totally debilitating and it even stemmed before that as I got to healing myself I realized like it was well before that into my childhood. I had some childhood trauma. I was um, date raped when I was in high school and I never dealt with that. I never seeked uh, help or anything like that. And I just kind of pushed it away and it ended up manifesting as depression and through, uh, university, it got, uh, worse and there was some suicide attempts through university. And then again, I started to, that at least started me on the journey of finding some help with, uh, medical, um, help and which is very important. Um, but again, I still, wasn't addressing like the underlying causes, the past traumas that had happened to me. And Mm -hmm. um, while I was out there trying to heal everyone else as a nurse and take care of everyone else, I wasn't taking care of myself. And I wasn't really tuning into my body and my mind and my intuition to really see what I needed. Mm
2: -hmm. And
0: uh, about 11 or 12 years ago now, um, I tried to commit suicide. It was a very, very um, serious event. And really as a nurse, I'm not sure how am I even here medically? I definitely, some divine stepped in to help um, me with that. And I just remember waking up, I don't remember a lot, but I do remember waking up in the ICU and thinking, okay, well, I'm obviously here for a purpose mm. and I need to figure that out. And I need to start concentrating on my own healing. So it's been a good 12-year journey of healing, and really working with yes, my uh, Western medicine and psychiatry, that kind of thing, but also tapping into my intuition and the spiritual side of things. Yeah. And um, it's been a long journey, but a very beautiful journey. And um, and it's been great so at the end about two years ago I still was dealing with chronic health issues um, but feeling much more grounded and much more in my own body and I made the decision to leave my main nursing career Mm -hmm. I took a year I focused on healing myself with energy healing and doing different uh and and intuitive eating and all that kind of things and um, I realized that what I was doing I can do for other people I, I also yes. forever foster palliative end-of-life animals and I do my healing on them and I was like oh well I could do this on anyone and if I can do it anybody else can do it so that's my new mission in life is to teach people my healing strategies
2: I love that and thank you so much for sharing. I mean, all like there were many very, very right, vulnerable and uh, deep parts that you um, mentioned and really hard experiences. Let me ask you, um, so thank you so much for sharing that, you know, that's very brave. And I wanted to ask you, how did you, where did the nursing career, right? uh, How did that choice come? you said you even as a child like we're having some pains is that kind of how you decided to get into um, nursing
0: yeah I always so I always wanted to work with children that was my big thing when I was younger I was camp Mm -hmm. counselor and even in um, school I was always partnered up with um, like disabled children and learning impaired children I was always helping children so I at the end of high school I was kind of like well I either it makes sense for me to go into being a teacher with mm-hmm. children or a nurse mm-hmm. and I have a aunt that's a nurse that's like was my hero growing up she just had the best stories and mm-hmm. she um I just loved everything about her and um I was like okay nursing it is and it was just kind of a okay let's try this and I just even at that early age in high school I just trusted my instincts I trusted my intuition and i felt the pull to go to it was like I put it one in each hand mm-hmm. and I was like nursing or teacher and it was definite pull towards nursing so and
2: mm-hmm. I wouldn't
0: have changed that for anything I love my nursing career
2: yeah I love that so you kind of felt you know you had that example and you kind of had pretty clear ideas right two directions that you were choosing from so that's that's an amazing position, right, to be in high school, to have that sort of a clarity. Um, do you think it was your intuition? Oh, 100%. I look back at a lot of things in my life, and
0: I didn't come from a family that we talked about intuition or any like spirit guides or anything like that mm-hmm. that wasn't part of my um growing up but I look back at different parts of my life and I was like okay I was definitely guided and mm-hmm. what was that that was my intuition I was tapping into that listening to the inner voice mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it uh, spirit guides is what I like to call them these guided these benevolent beings that kind of help guide you on your soul's purpose okay
2: okay and then so that was your so that was your soul's purpose and then in 2019 how did you know okay this is ending.
0: so it was kind of so as you're trying to follow your purpose your purpose can change right as uh, as life goes on for sure
2: it's not a one
0: it's not a one thing. And dude. No, because you're forever evolving, right? We are these like beautiful souls that are forever evolving and have multiple things that they are their life's purpose, right? To, to get to do on this uh, beautiful life that we have, this journey. And um, so I believe that that was. And what I found, what was happening for me was my my body was telling me that this is not for you anymore. I was physically ill doing what I loved and that cannot be aligned anymore, Mm. right? The physical illness is not only sometimes from past trauma or past energy that is held in our bodies but it can
2: be from being out of alignment. So that's- Because (laughs) right, because sometimes there is a way where it's you right, where you you can do things to make your current job your dream job, and it's not going to be just finding the next job, the next job, you know, over looking for that solution or like the job giving you certain sense of fulfillment and kind of that purpose. Sometimes it's us, right. But sometimes it's not. And this is where it seems so hard to know which one is it. So if you're, let's say, if you're experiencing, right, some sort of either feelings of anxiety or stress, right, and you think it's your job, but maybe you've also had, like you said, things happen to you in the past, right, that also have, you know, made for a certain chemistry and made for a certain development, you know, in the way, how you perceive, you know, kind of situations, right, Um, naturally, and how how do we know which, which one is it, if we have to change our jobs, or it's really, we need to work through things ourselves? So, signs like that,
0: anxiety, depression, stress, uh, is definitely a sign of being out of alignment, so, and it, like you said, it could be your job, but it could be other things that um, that you haven't dealt with. And a lot of times we feel like, oh, I've dealt with that in the past, right? I dealt with that grief or I dealt with that loss or that. Um, and when I say trauma, it doesn't have to be major trauma. That's kind of what we call big T trauma, but little T trauma affects you the same. So feeling like you were neglected or not seen can be just as harmful to ourselves as like major major violence or anything like that so those- yeah, can you
2: just say can you give more maybe exactly what is trauma to you and like um i think you're exactly right it's not necessarily that your house burned down right or um or that like you you said you know there's a physical attack on you right or uh, what are what are some of the smaller traumas that can still impact and maybe are not as physical but even more emotional right and leave an imprint it can be
0: simply as especially before you're seven, this is when major things happen that you um, like write these stories and the stick into your body and then they become limiting beliefs that kind of thing so it can be simply as when your child. Um, needing something, needing attention from your parent, and then just not being there to give it to you, whether they were busy cooking a meal and you were just like, I need to be seen right now. And they didn't give you that, that you can store in your body is writing a story that you're not seen or not to be seen or heard. And this can, you can carry through into your adulthood and can impact not only your everyday life and your physical health, but a lot of times your relationships with others.
2: Mm, And how, how does it, why does it impact? Why before seven and why does it impact us so much
0: so before seven we are writing like our own stories and writing our beliefs and everything um like subconsciously this Mm -hmm. these things happen to us and Mm -hmm. we're building our consciousness right then and then i mean seven is like give or take the year right (laughs) but it's pretty much around that Um, so those things a lot and that's why a lot of the work I do ends up being what Mm -hmm. we call inner child work Okay. So when you're talking about not knowing if it's your job that's out of alignment yeah. or something you've held on to yeah. when you dive in to do energy like energy work or any even talking to a therapist, that kind of stuff that is more tuned into working on um, subconscious uh, beliefs, yeah. then a lot of times it ends up being an inner child experience that comes out. That they don't even the client doesn't even know what's impacting them. They a lot of times I hear like, oh my gosh, I don't even remember that happening until yeah. we were we brought it up, and that usually stems from a physical pain. I tap into the body, and yeah. they can feel it in their body. It gets stored there, and then we, it's like we uncover it or open the door, and there it is,
2: yeah. and just
0: shedding light on it helps heal it so
2: wow so and when you say shedding light on it it's when it's when you become aware of it or when you connect the dots or when the memory comes up exactly and just them
0: saying like oh i'm seeing like myself as a six-year-old in the kitchen i'm asking my mom for uh some attention and she's too busy she's cleaning the dishes and mm-hmm. i i'm and then i usually tap into what does that feel like what is that and they, they can come out with whatever grief mm-hmm. sadness okay then-
2: okay so let's say if like is feeling like wait. Like- shoulders right tension Mm -hmm. in their shoulders and you think it's from sitting you know um, working on the computer so what would if you connect like let's say you connect okay I carry my stress somewhere right in some kind of organ system or somewhere in my body is there some anything that people can do um, themselves to kind of start getting connected with it and start releasing some of it
0: yeah. So if you are into meditation, meditation is a great way to drop you in to getting in touch with your body and getting grounded. But you don't have to. Some people like meditation just is like this foreign thing that they like mm-hmm. can't even think about sitting and like breathing. But that's really all you have to do. So you what you want to do is ground yourself. So even taking three of your slowest, deepest breaths mm-hmm. and starting to like come into your body. So tuning out the room around you, starting step by step coming into your body, even feeling like the air on your cheeks. Okay. And starting to feel like your sit bones in your seat, and then starting to notice the rhythm of your breath. And then what I usually have them do, and you can do it on your own is start to scan your body.
1: Mm-hmm. So starting
0: at the top of your head, just taking note of every single part of your body.
1: Okay. And then
0: something will, what I call light up. So even though they're thinking, Oh, I'm coming in because I have shoulder pain. All of a sudden they might say, Oh my my left elbow hurts weird. Okay. It's hurting for a reason. It wants to be seen right now. So then after you take a few deep breaths, come into your body, find that one part of your body parts that is speaking to you. You Mm -hmm. want to bring all your focus into that body part. So it's almost tuning out every part of your body, except that like left elbow, let's say. And as you breathe into that left elbow, see what comes up. Could be a memory, could be emotion, could be a fear. And then you just want to tap into that. A lot of times, if it does come up to be inner child, Mm -hmm. um, a memory of when you were 12, let's say, um, Mm -hmm. see who's around you. And really, you're not going to change what happened to you. You're not going to change how someone else um dealt with you at that time but you're going to give that child what it needs so you're mm-hmm. going to ask yourself how you feel at that moment mm-hmm. and maybe it's um sadness mm-hmm. um and then you ask that little child what you need mm-hmm. and a lot of times it's to be seen it's to be loved maybe she wants a hug and then you give that to her as so you're almost like a surrogate mother or surrogate caregiver, right? You Mm -hmm. give yourself that. And then a lot of times that pain will dissolve in your body because it's, it was just a memory. It was just something that needed some attention.
2: Mm. And what happens if you, that's beautiful. I was trying to like (laughs) <laughs> I'm present for it and also feel into my body like in the you know an area that I was feeling pain and so what if what happens if you feel the sensation like maybe it's warmth or something but like there's nothing like no specific memory coming up.
0: Yep. So that can happen for sure. And, and it's not that you're not doing it right. It's not that um, there's something terrible there that's not coming to surface. It just isn't connected with anything that's ready to come up at this moment, but it doesn't mean you can't heal that pain. So what I usually do with that body part. So what body part right now, are you feeling a little bit of discomfort or.
2: Actually in my like pelvic, like lower abdomen area. Yeah. All right, so if you just sit for two seconds, take a few deep
0: breaths. Mm-hmm. Start to bring all your attention into that like lower abdomen part.
2: And everybody, you guys do it for your, if you feel any aches it's, or pains, do it for your yeah. body. let find that
0: one part in your body where you're feeling tension, stress, pain. And what I want you to do is actually let that pain grow a little bit. It's going to be uncomfortable, but we can uh, yeah. you can do hard things. And, uh, and it's only going to increase for about 19 seconds. And now I want you to give it a color. I always seem to go to red for angry pain, but you trust your own intuition, whatever comes up. So what color are you seeing right now in your abdomen?
2: Yeah, I think red, like kind of like... Red it's pretty uh, fiery. Yeah. Usually pain or something like something angry, like something.
0: So I want you to see it as like a red ball, maybe like about a ping pong ball size. And now I want you to let that ball grow. Let it grow into a tennis ball. Like I said, it might get more uncomfortable. Let it grow into a basketball size and let it get really fiery red, really, really angry red. Now I want you to see this beautiful white light coming from above you. I want you to see it enter the top of your head. I want you to see and feel that beautiful, wonderful white light coming through the top of your head, all the way down through your neck, your shoulders. I want you to see it go down through your chest. And now I want you to see it like this beam of brilliant white light start to enter that red fiery ball of pain. See it start to penetrate that ball, start to go right to the core and see that white light start to not only enter that red ball of fiery pain, but start to break it up into little tiny pieces. I want you to see it swirl around that pain all through your abdomen or whatever body part you're imagining right now. And I want you to see that white light start to break up that red. See that red start to almost like flake away, start to disappear. Now I want you to see that white light start to seep through your hips, down your legs, all the way through your thighs, your shins. And then I want you to see it pour out the bottom of your feet into the ground below you. And as it pours out, I want you to see it almost like suck away any of that red pain that's still floating around in that body part. And as it sucks it away, see it enter the earth below you and get absorbed by Mother Earth. Mm.
1: Just
0: take a nice deep breath here and let your whole body flow with that white light all the way to your fingertips, all the way to your toes, entering from the top of your head and then pouring out the bottom of your feet and taking away anything that no longer
1: serves you I
0: love that beautiful I do that even if I like bump my my toe or something like stub my toe and I'm like oh it hurts I mm-hmm. just see this beautiful white light or if you it's a different color for you the color mm-hmm. is is personal mm-hmm. um and just see it flow into that area and just dissolve any pain anything that no longer serves you and then the most important part is that it flows out of your body you don't want it to get trapped
2: I love that. So if you uh, didn't get to do it now, if you were doing something or driving, um, come back to this place and do it, you know, next time when something comes up, like some sort of tension or pain or uncomfortable feeling, like really, I I find that we run away, right? We do, uh, at least I, you know, we then try to go make coffee, you know, anything like kind of, whether it's emotional pain. And I think many times when it, is emotional like a feeling that you don't like and then you want to kind of stuff it down or run away from it um that if we if I stop and sit with it it's that's we're probably most likely we will feel it in our body right somewhere if we oh yes, okay. a yeah. lot of
0: times you're gonna feel like that anxiety or whatever in a certain spot of your body. Um, yeah. and I mean we can go into a whole thing about that of just different chakra zones and what yeah. they mean and stuff, but that's a whole nother
2: episode. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah. Totally. And you said so for you, I mean thank you for sharing this beautiful exercise or tool, right? that anybody can you know go back to we listen and then if we kind of start implementing right some of these things to start getting connected with you know what happens and sometimes it can be a slow journey so you said for you 12 years Mm -hmm. right so it's not like you just do it once and you're
0: exactly and things that you feel like oh i've already dealt with that yeah. um, stuff in the yeah. past it, and it comes up don't feel like that is like a failure like oh i didn't uh i must have not healed it back then no you healed the layer that needed to be healed and now um it's kind of like new level new devil you've Up leveled, you've healed so much that now you are ready to take on that next layer. And just like an onion, each layer is a little spicier and a little juicier, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and so even though it feels really bad because you felt like you've dealt with it, you dealt with the layer that was ready to be dealt with. Now you're ready. And so as a lot of times we feel like, oh my gosh, life's throwing so much at me. It's because you are leveling up. You're ready to go to that next level. And you, in order to do that, you have to get through that obstacle, whatever it is, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Whether it's dealing with a past emotional trauma or or um, dealing with some fear-based to move on to the next. And it's true, like you said, you. it's always, I always like roll my eyes when I hear this, but <laughs> it's so true. You have to feel it to heal it. It's so corny, but you do, you have to sit with that feeling. And it's when you do sit with whatever feeling you are, whether it's physical pain or emotional pain, it's going to get worse before it gets better. And that's okay. It Mm -hmm. will get better.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, I mean, I think I spent years of running away from uncomfortable feelings. And then it's like, maybe next time, how it can you know if you kind of are thinking oh I don't have that or whatever it's like if next time when you're even thinking about like needing a coffee right or you know um, feeling like anxious or feeling like you have to jump from one thing to another like a lack of time or you know um, not enough time or this hurry right this feeling of anxiety it's like just like instead of maybe running and making the coffee, just like if you can sit with yourself or even starting with a minute or two. Yes, yes. It's and like oh, I process.
0: love that you said that. I just got goosebumps. So, someone out there needed to, to hear that. In the morning, there's so many times that we just like our, our feet hit the floor out of the bed and we're just running. And because the alarm goes off and you've got to go, 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 go,
1: mm-hmm.
0: take that two minutes or one minute whatever you can spare if you're even hearing this you're like I don't have five minutes to spare okay then take two like and just take that time and check in with your body see what it needs today sometimes it needs some movement sometimes it needs different nourishment trust like if you just sit at the side of your bed and breathe for 30 seconds see what comes up Do you need an apple to start your day? Perfect. Don't think it's weird. Go have an apple. Do you need to like get up and move around and go for a little jog? Trust that. Trust that intuition. And tapping into little things like that and trusting your intuition is going to help you then really be able to tap intuition into your intuition when you need advice on stuff like finding your purpose directions. and what's your next right step that's what I always tell my clients it's not about finding the end the journey it's all about the journey and what's your next right step you don't need to see the top of the uh, staircase mm-hmm. you just need to see the next step so doing mm-hmm. little Things like that at the beginning of your day at the end of your day just tuning into your body and if something pops up and you'll know so intuition comes um, very kind of slower clearer it's usually kind of one word and a lot of times it's more kind of coming from the back of your head that you'll hear like run okay I need to go for a run or maybe water okay I need to have a glass of water mm-hmm. but your thoughts and your ego are very quick thought thinking and really? they're a lot of times repetitive and they're more at the front of your head right and you're like okay you okay know, I got to go take the kids Into and I got do the laundry and I got to go oh I should have emptied the dishwasher this morning that's not what your body needs <laughs> and doing that slow deep breathing even putting your feet on the ground just to physically ground you to help mentally ground you
2: Mm. helps connect so to me what came to me what you were just talking like from the back it's almost like feels like it's supportive right Mm -hmm. something that you know feels like as supportive quote-unquote easy I'm like trying to find the right words but like you know you feel like a hug or something like somebody like almost holding you or giving you that support versus uh, the prefrontal cortex. So I love that. So you're saying start with the small things, right? Ask yourself if you feel like you're not connected with that inner voice, that guidance, whatever you call it, intuition that um, would give you the direction, start with small things like what do I need? Right, in this moment. And if you think you're, you don't have that, like, oh, I'm, I don't have right.
0: intuition. I don't, you do. Yeah. Just think of like when maybe you're walking one time at night and you get that gut feeling like, oh, don't go left, go right that's Mm -hmm. your intuition like that's it's every like it's everywhere it's always there so and Mm -hmm. we just get kind of stuck in the I need to figure out my life's purpose and why I'm here on earth And Mm -hmm. let's just worry about what we need to focus on today and then this Mm -hmm. week and then one step at a time Mm
2: -hmm. and I guess feeling also this coming back feeling into your body right into yourself probably helps with connecting as well Mm -hmm. um what other kind of small things would you say help with building that connection if if you feel that you're not very connected with it so doing um
0: things to help ground you so that can be meditation breath work just breathing um movement some people aren't the type of person that needs to like slow down to get grounded they might feel grounded when they're out on a 5k run right and then they feel like they're in the zone maybe what nature is always grounding so just taking a walk and instead of like plugging in and listening to a podcast or or listening to music while you're walking unplug and just plug into nature and just take time to be with yourself in nature or maybe it's doing gentle movement like stretching or yoga maybe Mm -hmm. it is listening to certain music to help that can help bring you into your own body
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like we're so stimulated, you know, and then we want content. Like, even we plug in, even all the times when we do chores, we kind of play like an audiobook or something, and it's full of like information, opinions, and somehow we have this draw for it. And I don't know if it's like running away from ourselves or if it perpetuates this disconnect. And it's almost uncomfortable to connect with yourself
0: oh yeah if you're not used to just sitting with yourself it's Mm -hmm. super uncomfortable at the start but then you'll start then you'll find that shift and like I do not go I do not start my any day without just sitting even if it is just for two five minutes Mm -hmm. and you can call that meditating you can call that what you want but it's literally just sitting with myself and doing nothing Mm
1: -hmm. just breathing Mm-hmm. Just
0: feeling how my body is and like giving it a little love giving it a little gratitude
2: yeah I love that I love that so let's say we start doing some of some of the practices right to build that connection that self-awareness to really I mean I guess that is the beginning of coming home when somebody says you know come home to yourself right that really are these are the steps right to take and so how But if work-wise, right, so you start, like, there's some mix, right, from the past, right, because we're all humans, so there's a mix of trauma, you know, again, it doesn't have to be, like, extreme trauma, or it can still be emotional, right, how you interpreted things, and what meaning you made out of, you know, what happened, Um, so how how do you know and you're still kind of experiencing the physical different symptoms like how do you know okay right now this is the moment where I know this is my job you know it's not really supporting me and I need to make a change I think that's that's a loaded question no just
0: just joking so sometimes it's really hard to know on your own and especially if this is not this all foreign to you so reaching out for some help whether it's a different practitioner or a therapist or energy healer or whatever it is um even like a yoga teacher just helping you get get a little bit home to your body first Mm -hmm. and then starting to tap into your intuition i um there's simple ways to even like ask what i call spirit guides for guidance and i ask them yes or no and they give me signs they will give you physical signs to figure out for little paths like is should I do this and they'll give you kind of a yes or a no and it's a physical sensation a lot of times we can just sit really quietly mm-hmm. and if you don't believe in spirit guides that's fine if you believe be in God
2: or you
0: God know. or the universe or whatever it is if you can just kind of again get a little grounded do some breathing come into your body And ask, I usually say, spirits of light, are you with me, but you can just say, is someone there Mm
1: -hmm. and show
0: me a physical sensation and just wait and see what you feel in your body. And then I usually ask, okay, spirits of light, show me what yes feels like. Mm -hmm. And it's different for every person and it's different. It can be different every time. Using mine is like an opening feeling, whether it's opening in my chest or lightness in my head. And then um, if you don't feel it, you can ask them to send it again and ask them to turn it up. Mm
1: -hmm. You can
0: also, then the next step you want to say is show me what no feels like in my body. Always ask Mm -hmm. yes first. Because no can be just the absence of the yes. So if your chest opened and then when you said no, that goes away. Or sometimes it's like pain or pressure somewhere. I usually feel like a push in my gut. That's like almost like a punch in my gut. And that's a no. And then you ask your question, should -hmm. should I have pizza for lunch? (laughs) They can tell you yes or no.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or
0: should I take this job? Or should I leave my job and trust? And the hardest part of that is getting out of your head Mm -hmm. and really being able to listen to that inner voice and that intuition. Mm -hmm. Um, And that just comes with practice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's no magical way to get out of your head other than to practice.
2: Mm -hmm. And maybe the practice, like you said, with the little steps, with the little things, or getting to the big things but like we all kind of have the feeling like if we interview with somebody or if we are thinking about our current situation right there's probably also then if you tap into what that yes or no is there's usually more of an expansive and peaceful like feeling versus like the contracted you know mix of the other feelings you know um and it just like build building that quote unquote muscle of hearing and seeing yourself. Yes. And the answers. What if you like? Let's say if you get an answer, but it's kind of um, broader, right? Like um, I think like Oprah has said, like my mission or it, I'm here like to um, be a force for you know goodness or love or something like that, right? What if you get a more like if you know esoterically, right? Or kind of in the larger scheme, but like how do you translate into an actual, okay, what kind of job will will be the right fit for me? You know, That's kind of when I want. you want to focus on that
0: next right step, right? So mm-hmm. a- am I currently in the job I need to be in right now? Okay. you'll feel that in your body that it's like, no. Okay. Mm-hmm perfect. So now I know I'm to look for something new, or maybe it is a yes. And you're like, okay, it doesn't feel like I need to be here. I I don't like, but maybe it's leading you to the next door that's going to open. And maybe there's going to be a job opportunity, um, come coming up through the one you're already in. Right. Mm -hmm. Even though it may feel sometimes like, oh, I like, I'm not happy where I am, yeah. but I'm, nothing's coming up yet. Maybe it's just not there yet. Maybe there's something else you have to work on first, the next right step to get to that position. Yeah.
2: So then, because I mean, the what we are conditioned to do is then we have to make it happen. Yeah, we yes. need to apply, we need to reach out to people, we need to network and and those are all great things
0: but sometimes the um the urgency isn't really that's being brought out by outer sources and our ego right that you feel that urgency that you feel you need to climb the ladder that you feel it but maybe you are supposed to be here to for a bit to meet somebody to to conquer something to heal something and then you get to take that next right step so yeah i always try to think of like these big goals or big big um what ifs and Mm. just break them down into little ones
2: Mm. i love that so is our purpose supposed to be easy not always
0: (laughs) not usually
2: (laughs) Um, (laughs) i love that you answer that because i think that's another thing or can be misconception then we just wait till everything is perfectly easy and perfectly coming together.
0: Yeah, no, in this human world, it's not going to necessarily come to you so easy. And, um, or like in a direct line, right? Like you may need to, and that's the thing. Sometimes people are like, okay, well, should I, take this new job opportunity what if it's the wrong thing what if it's going to lead me away from my purpose you'll never get led away from your purpose you just may have to take a detour so even if you made quotation for the people that can't see me with air quotes um the wrong choice okay okay you're not going to be like that's it it's over you you failed you're you're not going to lose your your purpose purpose." no you won't miss out no, it just might take you on a little extra journey, a little the scenic route on the way and that could be filled with positive or a little bit of negative. But you you're going to work through that. And when you get to your destination, your purpose, then it's it's going to make it all all the more better like that's the worst term ever but you know what i mean
2: rewarding and yeah yeah. more rewarding and stuff okay okay so do you is the purpose is that i know you said it can change but is that whole thing is it pre-planted in us or do we and we just need to connect with it or is it something that we um choose and create so my
0: belief which is just a personal belief Mm -hmm. is that we're we're these beautiful souls that are on this human experience and Mm -hmm. we are here with kind of a a soul's purpose a soul's assignment Mm -hmm. but it's not just one thing it's a it's got a list and whether you need it or not you your soul is always evolving therefore that's why I always say your tr- purpose can change it's more I think the better term is your purpose can evolve because okay. depending on what you accomplish I don't like that term either because <laughs> it sounds like if you don't do it it's it's a negative. Okay. But, then the next time you come back as whatever it is you come back as as a person then you're going those things are going to be on your list again and then you get to do it again if you didn't uh, you didn't accomplish it this time around. that's my personal belief
2: okay okay i hear what you're saying so how the question that comes up is so how do we take the straightest route you know to in the shortest timeline so we get to step into our full power the full expression the full impact you know like all the best
0: listen to that inner voice that that's the number one key really and trust oh that's the hardest part the listening is actually not that hard um, once you start to like really tune into yourself and and that inner wisdom um, but trusting it because we have the human side and the, the ego and everything you're like well that can't be right like uh, that, that's not and you find you start to poke holes in it mm-hmm. and uh, no you have to trust
2: that inner wisdom listen and trust I mean, listen and trust. I'm just taking it in and it's so simple and so beautiful. I'm like, why is it so hard? We make it hard. We complicate it with all the other noise. And does it come does it go back to kind of the potential trauma and the experiences? Like if you've had an easier kind of growing up, then it's easier for you to trust yourself? Like is it?
0: I truly believe that depending on what you've gone through and
2: um and how you've dealt with it in the past. Even how it's wear, right? Or how yeah. supportive or it's how much they built and you know let you do what you wanted to do versus like, no, don't do this, don't do that, right? Do this, do that. Like that can beat, I would think, your trust and your inner voice out
0: right? Yes. So, and that's the thing, like what we've gone through in the past can um, cloud the water or whatever, when you're trying to um, tap into that inner wisdom, but don't, I urge you not to think of that as a negative, think of mm-hmm. that as just more that you get to work on, <laughs> more that you get to overcome and conquer. And, um, and that's, a lot of time we think like why did that happen to me no it happened for you so that you can work through it and then it, it can shed light on your next best step or or your purpose or
2: mm-hmm. wow yeah and some like I you know the things you know really really hard experiences that you shared I mean I do I do think there is a. Um, I do acknowledge that that is victimizing, you know, and I, I don't want, you know, I think it's, for me, it's hard to say that, you know, kind of the hard things that happen to us when we're young, right, that that's, it's hard to say for me that it happened for you, you know, oh, yeah. uh, I, I um, so I do want to acknowledge that that is, you know, there are some really horrific and hard, hard, hard things, you know. Yes.
0: Oh, and my days are not always sunshines and rainbows. There's days where I just need to sit and cry because there's been hard things that happen and that's okay. You have to give yourself that as well, that, um, you, it, yes, you have to feel it to heal it but you also have to give yourself a little grace that we're Mm. we're not going to be perfect and we're not going to just be like okay well I've shed light on it so now it's going to be healed no it's going to suck for a bit and that's okay yeah just just let it and just be okay with the fact that you're going to have down days mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean they're all going to be like that and it doesn't mean like it's going to last forever but we've gone through tough stuff and that's okay
2: yeah so I love that you meant to, mentioned the gentleness that's been also coming up for me is like uh because also in this type a you know um If you're type A, you know, and highly accomplished and or, you know, a good doer, a good executor, you know, making things happen and taking care of things, getting things done. It's like we want to almost turn that light and apply to ourselves, but like it doesn't really work that way necessarily. So like I love the reminder of being gentle with yourself no matter what kind of hard feelings or situations or you know physical pains you're going through um or longings or heartaches or you know the ache of trying to find your purpose so bad right even sitting with that right mm-hmm. allowing that and
0: trying to like fix things so that let like ourselves and things around us so that we can get to that purpose sometimes it's just it feels like it's not fixable and that's okay. Just let that let that sit with you for a bit and just being gentle with yourself is maybe all you had to do to quote unquote fix it,
2: right? So. Yeah, being with a murky and being with what is whatever it is right now. And then the listen, the tune in and trust. I love, I love your work. I love our conversation. I love what you're doing. It's just so... It's just so comforting and so nourishing, at least our conversation has been for me. So, Amy, tell us how can people find you and work with you?
0: So, the easiest way, the most, the place I'm most present is on Instagram at treat.yourself.first. But for those that aren't on Instagram, they can always um, send, shoot me an email. I'm totally open to that. And it's just Amy fowler79 at gmail.com so they can reach me there as well and there's a link in my bio on instagram that has all my offerings also do free clarity calls so if you're like "Hmm, this girl I resonated with some things but I don't know really what uh what she has to offer to help me I do free calls where we just jump on a quick zoom and chat and see what what I can do to help you
2: I love that. Thank you, Amy. So it's like if you feel like stuck or you feel some area, you know, either, either it's in your career direction or um, any other area really of your life that's not working, you feel like you're stuck, but lack, like you said, don't have really the clarity on the next steps. Um, then uh, that's a great, um, great thing that you mentioned that they can check you out and like have a clarity call, you know, and get yeah. it. Better feel an idea with their specific situation because yeah. it is individual right
0: yeah i know and that's why i always find it's hard to like say exactly what i do because it's so individual and really what needs to come up comes up whether it's unblocking something to move forward in your career your personal life whatever it is but um yeah. that's why the the clarity calls are so so helpful
2: yeah and I think the more grounded the more I guess quote unquote healthy or whole that we become the more we can step in our true power the light and and then step into that purpose and the full actualization right of what we are capable of otherwise all these things kind of get in the way you know we kind of take a little bit of a step, but then, you know, things come up and distract us, right? So I totally, totally believe in in the power of what you're doing. So thank you so much for your time and your presence today, Amy. You're so welcome. And thank you so much for
0: having me. This is so beautiful. What a great conversation.
2: Here are my top takeaways from our conversation. Number one, pay attention to your inner knowing. The small little intuitive inklings you get for next steps of your journey. All you really need is a next best step. Number two, your purpose evolves and can change over time. Isn't this so freeing that it doesn't have to be this one thing, one thing forever? So even if you enjoy something or are good at something, there could come a time where there's a need and you feel the need for change number three how your past could be playing a role in how you're feeling today and some of the blocks and uh, roadblocks honestly that you're coming up against today including beliefs that you really formed based on your childhood experiences and not you know maybe your caregivers not meeting your emotional le- needs um, not being heard and seen by them you know those are just a couple of examples but the craziest thing is that you're might not even be aware of them and this is why sometimes it's really a life's journey to untangle and override some of these beliefs recognize them and let them go when they are not serving us anymore and not serving us to get to where we want to go another one is meditation is a great tool to get grounded and more connecting connected with yourself and your body um, and scanning your body literally you probably have done the exercises the body scan starting from your head to toes is a great Um, a couple of tools again to get more connected to get more centered and grounded Um, and another one or the last one is how hearing and seeing and connecting with your inner child can be so supportive and wonderful um, on your journey of dealing with potential past traumas and also on your journey creating the life of your dreams i love this one so next time when you find yourself in kind of that overstimulated uh state where you're on the go 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 in overdrive in a doing mode fixing it mode getting it accomplished or getting accomplished mode uh stop and see are you being super demanding and hard on yourself and can you relax and can you switch to being more gentle with yourself in the moment or going forward. Do you feel like it's time to grow and advance in your career? To start feeling more fulfilled, feeling more excited, feeling more enthusiastic about your Mondays or Fridays, and also make more money and have more fun while doing it? If so, subscribe to the podcast where I will keep sharing ideas and tools that you can use and implement right away And truly take strong, big steps towards custom designing the career of your dreams where you can truly fall in love with Mondays. And I know you can do it. And you are truly the one who holds the key. And you are the one who brings the magic. That is why I titled the podcast, You Bring the Magic, because it's true. Also, come and connect with me on Instagram. At create your best career I'd love to stay in touch with you and keep having these conversations and to hear from you you can direct message me on Instagram and I also suggest if you have any guests or anybody that you'd like to hear from so I'm sending you lots of love and light and know that you are the one who holds the key and truly brings the magic